Good to everybody. It's Tuesday night. It's 9.05. Thank you so much for staying with us after the weekly airing of The Beastmaster on TBS. Uh, this is What's on Joe Mind. Here to occupy the next two hours of your evening because you need better things to do. Uh, as you can see, we've got uh, our, our crew is is missing in action. Uh, Mark is in Greece. And uh, Joe Colton is on maternity still. So with us, as you can see, uh, down, down below there is, is Brian Lower, Hooded Cobra Commander 788, and then over to the side is Phil Donnelly of Articulated Points. And we'll yeah. be right with them momentarily after you watch our kick-ass theme song. Once I find our kick-ass theme song. There it is. <laughs> Welcome to What's On Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry, and uh, Daredevil Dave has the right idea. We've got 29 watching. Let's get them 29 likes before it starts. Uh, you know what? That would have been nice. Uh, but hey, I appreciate everybody who does. If you're catching us on YouTube tonight, be sure to click that like button, subscribe to the channel, uh, and all that other good stuff. Do all those cool YouTube things. Catch us on Facebook. Go ahead. Leave us a heart or a thumbs up or a little huggy guy. Uh, we do love little huggy guy. And uh, if you're listening to us uh, through your 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 pod beans, your 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 podcast, right, your podcast service, uh, go ahead, leave us a nice five star review. Let everybody know how great we are. We haven't had a good review in a while. We haven't had any reviews in a while. Uh, let, <laughs> I would make it sound like we've only been getting bad reviews. No, it hasn't happened. <laughs> I listened we, to 16 episodes. You guys suck. Right. <laughs> I went through the entire catalog and I can't handle it. You guys are not my cup of tea. Oh. Anyways, uh, I'm Mike Arizari with me here in the top row. Uh, due to all the absences, uh, it's our comic book expert, Racktime Rob. Hi. Apparently, I get to talk about stuff soon. It's the rumor, anyway, for yeah. at least a couple of months from now. Around Christmas time, maybe you'll get to talk about some stuff. Oh, I'm busy then. That's the man trying to keep you down. <laughs> and in the bottom row, he is—he's uh, here. He's freshly—he's uh, freshly watered from his own marathon broadcast on his own channel uh, that serves as our lead. And Brian Lower, Hood of Cobra Commander seven eight eight. Hello, everyone. Uh, Rob gets to talk about something soon. You probably should not let me talk about anything, uh, but I'm here anyway uh, to cut in with bad jokes. Uh, and be a general nuisance. Thanks for having me back. I mean, that's that means he's in my spot, right? You understand the concept here, so that <laughs> you've clearly read the assignment. Yeah. That's why you're here. I, I mean, we've been doing this for 12 years. Bad jokes and general nuisancery. 
Yeah, I like I really did go through the whole back catalog and I totally can handle it. I basically absorbed all of it and now I'm extruding it, excreting it, if you will, upon that's not the right word. Um I'm disturbed. Pump, yeah, pumping I'm, it I out apologize. like a Play-Doh please, fun factory. Please go to Phil. Go call, talk to <laughs> Phil, please. Right. It's uh I mean he's if if some for some reason around ten o'clock uh Brian starts to look more like Gary Godso, somebody let me know. Uh, but in the meantime, <laughs> uh, in in the bottom right, occupying the Gilbert Gottfried Square, <laughs> from articulated points, Phil Donnelly is with us. How you doing, everybody? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, oh, that makes my head hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out that Sean Russell is leaving to find a Batman animated series podcast. That's that is that is for the best. All right. Our new running gag. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, uh, that is right after our, our rule number one is, of course, don't be a dick. Rule number two, no excreting on air. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, that's the last time. I will not excrete anymore. Just duck under the camera frame. Then you're good. You may, uh, however, extrude. Yeah, the lower half of me isn't even on camera. So, you know, how would you even know? Maybe, maybe you can, like slide in a slide in a Zorana figure like Phil did and, and just duck off to the side. Yeah. Like, that's what Phil did when he had to take a potty break. I'm not sure. But wait. Yeah. No, I've got it. Where's it? I'll just, I'll just, I'll just put uh, Tiger Force out back up here. Like I'll put him up here. When you have I have to do it suddenly. You, know, you have to have him move slightly closer every 10 minutes or so. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. So like it, when, when I got to, you know, whatever. And, and, and nobody will know. Give him glasses. Know the difference. I mean, we'll we will probably ask some questions about your your upper arm routine because that would we would need to know at that point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know how they got this exact physique that I have with this figure. I, that's impressive. Burning. They must be like looking at me in the shower to to get the exact musculature that I have. Right um, now, if if classified outback uh, does you know substitute for me. Uh, his answers will be at least as insightful as mine. So you won't be missing anything. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just glad to see that you're switching to 3,500 calories of pure animal matter every day as paid. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta really get the protein in uh, to get this jacked. Move over Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Don't skip leg day. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that I did. Dang it! So yeah, like the the pants are. It, it looks like I have really muscular legs here, but it's it's the thick pants. The legs are just like uh, little toothpicks there. So um, we got. So I just wear extra thick pants just to kind of make it look like it balances out. Some Talk girls to pad Phillip, their bras. Please. Some guys pad their pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've done I've done quite a lot of pants padding in my in my day. Please talk to Philip. He's much smarter than me. I don't know. We've had Phil on a lot before too, and he has not proven that to be the case. <laughs> How dare you judge me by my actions? <laughs> Phil, you were busy this past weekend uh, taking in the uh, the biggest GI Joe show in your region. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> But, uh, in Pasadena, I was. How was the Pasadena show? Uh, the GI Joe section occupied a small room off to the side of the main dealer hall. So, you know, you got anything good? 
I, I did, yes, but I got to save it for the end. Well, yeah, I, I, I understand. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to get ahead of our, ourselves. I just <laughs> we're, we're ending the video after eight minutes. All right, let's go. Right, you enjoyed a, a, a positive time at a show that we're not going to necessarily spend a ton of time recapping here. Um, you know, it, Joe Fest is whether it's uh, been planned that way or not. It seems to be the place where a lot of uh, our third party friends shoot their wad so to speak you know a lot of reveals a lot of prototypes a lot of stuff on display we've tried to to cover a little bit of that tonight um it is our our, our account is going to be woefully um threadbare in that regard but of course you can always head over to their their individual facebook pages and and instagram accounts and what have you and check those out for yourself we are just after the show after just the to whet your appetite <laughs> We're the we're the, uh, the 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 appetizer hors d'oeuvre platter before the sumptuous main course. We're the in a lose bouche at best. <laughs> it's a, sorry, just getting caught up in the live chat there for a second. But um, apparently there were uh, BLs of Joe's and Joe toys all over the main floor. I don't know what BLs is. Bins. bins. She, she typoed. Oh, bins. I'm sorry. <laughs> B- I, I like BL. <laughs> you and all. Alrighty. <laughs> Phil, did you see anybody you knew? Did you see Diana? Did you see uh, Joe Slevsky? I Any- did see Diana and all Cohen right. there. All yes. right, excellent, excellent, <laughs> excellent. So good job there. But um, uh, Dave Allen says we could have him to talk about all this. I didn't know he was in Pasadena either. Sorry, Dave. My bad. Uh, Firefly notes that BL equals buttload. That that, that makes perfect that um yeah, we need to stick with that. All right. <laughs> BLs. There's Firefly helping out. He's 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 uh he's got his name on in the in the credits, you know. So he, he that's what he does here. He helps us out all the time. I got to meet Firefly in person uh this weekend. Really cool guy. So uh not, nice to actually put a face with the uh with the code name. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and there too, one of our coffee supporters, we got a couple of bucks laying around every month. Go ahead, hit, hit up one of the links down below for that. Uh, we've got our, our show account. We've got Joe Colton's cosplay account, either one of those. Uh, again, help, help helps us pay the bills and, and uh, keep things looking amateurish as we tend to do. It takes a lot of work to make things look this bad. But uh, Diana Davis notes there, there was a buttload. Uh, but no beachheads under twenty dollars. Well, I, I, you know, it happens sometimes. It's because somebody bought them all, right? They know I'm looking, so they, they, uh, they think that I'm gonna, I'm gonna suddenly change. No, I'll just, I'll just wait till you're all tired, and then I'll come back later. So, uh, what do you say we get to a community calendar? Prepare yourselves. I mean, come on now. Uh, <laughs> James, Agent Chuckles is in the house. So I'm going to go old school on this one. There's Comic-Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? Wants to know. Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community Calendar. All right, if you've got a show that you want us to plug here in Community Calendar, hit us up at that email, What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Uh, it's a good place for all your correspondence to the show. What's on Joe Mind 
at gmail.com. First show on the docket next Saturday, this Saturday, whatever you, however you, whatever your, whatever your verbiage is in that regard, the Toy Ohio Ohio. Toy Show uh, at the Metroplex Expo Center in Girard, Ohio. That is from 11 to 4. Uh, general admission is $5. VIP gets you in an hour early for $10. Uh, check out the advanced ticket sales, more information, uh, guest info, et cetera, et cetera. Toyhiotoyshow.weebly.com. Or menacing 90s Undertaker will come come get you. It's no joke. He took out Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, I don't. Did he? No, I think his first title run happened after Hogan left. So I don't know if he actually did take out Hulk Hogan. I'm just glad to know that they're going, they're holding this at an expo center that will be able to repel a Decepticon attack. But they didn't include that guy in the picture, so. Yeah. Uh, again, you'd figure that would be just natural. Natural progression there. This is why we're not in charge of things. Uh, Brian, you going to be at this one? Absolutely not, but I would like to be. I gotta tell you, like we are still a buzz after last weekend, and at this point, I like I want to go to the next show, and the one after that, and all of the ones following those. Uh, and it's been a while since I've been to Ohio. I actually uh, rather fond of Ohio, so I absolutely could go if I would. Uh, but I just got back home, had a busy weekend, and I. I may never financially recover from this, um, but I, I it, but I, I would love to go. I, I'm sorry I will miss it. Uh, Craig Cohan says it'll be my third trip to Toy Ohio. Last time I met Danhausen. All right. That's uh, Firefly says that uh, back. Uh, Declassified Nomad said you and I were both at his house for a meet back in 2005. That would have been Wizard World Chicago. Uh, so we met each other and didn't realize it. Well, I mean, yeah, because I was a lot thinner then. Uh, not better looking, but thinner. And so, yeah, there were there were a lot of folks there that day. That was also the day that I, uh, I, I uh, uh, mistakenly threatened Robert Kirkman. <laughs> and now he's taking his revenge. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Page one: Beachhead dies. <laughs> Nobody, he doesn't. I, I was saying nice things, but I was making exaggerated hand gestures, as us Italian folks tend to do, and um, and yeah. So, but that's uh, where where's uh, where where there was uh, there were chalky tank kitties. Hope everybody that got one wanted one. I, everybody that got wanted one got one. No, because everyone wants a chalky tank kitty. Next up, it's a pretty big show in its own right. Uh, the following Saturday, Saturday, June 24th, is the DFW G.I. Joe and Action Figure Show. Uh, that is at, uh, I don't know where that is exactly. I just go to their Facebook page. They got all the details there for you. I'm assuming it's in the Dallas-Fort Worth region. Right, somewhere in that general area. Uh, Brian, you going to be at that one? Really big yeah. show. Uh, actually, yeah, we, we are expecting to go to this. Um uh, I've got a couple of people there that we would like to see. It's just a one-day show, so it's it's not going to be as exhausting as the one we just got home from. Uh, so, yeah, actually, uh, barring any unforeseen circumstances, the expectation is that we'll be at this one. It, it's a show I'd like to get to at some point just to support the, the fact they've been doing this this long. 
it, it, it really reminds me of what we tried to do with CoilCon some years back. And, and so I, I just feel, feel the need to, to get out and support a group like that. But uh, happening at DFW, uh, our good friends at, uh, at uh, uh, Mark II Designs will still have their Python claw, and they'll be doing their head scan service. They will be set up at the DFW show. I think that's their last show for a while. So if you're interested in this head scan deal, uh, be sure to hit them up while you're we're there at DFW. I missed Mark uh, at Joe Fest for this specific reason. I, I did go by his table, but not when he was actually there. I kept, you know, missing him. So, uh, yeah, I, I, in, I fully intend to take advantage of this. Uh, Jeff Butler says he will happily be at this show and love to meet any, any fellow online Joe friends in person. Uh, remember, uh, any if you hug Jeff Butler, that gets you a 0% discount at the door. Apparently, yep. The Grapevine Convention Center. I had that written down somewhere, and then I lost it my, my final. Well, we heard that somewhere, but I'm not sure. Where. Yeah, there's been a lot going on in the slideshows the last couple of weeks. Give me a break. But thank you for picking me up on that one, guys. Appreciate that. I got a lot going on. Most of it is just being sinusy and sick. Yeah. Uh, but Ritz Murphy uh, picked up where you were slacking, Brian. Marcus yeah. and the head scans look great. Uh, oh, also, hello, Ritz. Nice to see you also uh, over the weekend. Uh, also, a really cool guy. First met him at Assembly Required last year, so good to see him again. Uh, but yes, see, like there was so much to do, and there were a few things that I just couldn't was not able to get to, uh, and I truly regret it. And this is one of them. So uh, I, I'd like to have another crack at this. Everybody has said the head scan deal looks really cool, and I want to see it. I want to check it out. You should get one and put it on the Tiger Force Outback. That's that's it. It it it's, it would <laughs> it would just look like this. Now, not it's not really true. He has longer hair and a longer beard. This is me. This would be me in about. Uh, about three weeks if I if right. I didn't get a haircut and shave my beard or trim my beard. Right. Uh, but other than that, um, yeah, no, I, I seriously want to. Uh, Mark II Toys, they do some really amazing uh, classified scale vehicles and weapons and, and things like that. It's uh, You really got to check them out. What they do is just so cool. And they've been doing stuff for uh, Operation Recall uh, on Carson's project. So uh, I very much support what they do. Um, I, I did catch Mark uh, at the um, Operation Recall panel, but I did not catch him at his table. Uh, and uh, so I'll look forward to seeing him again. Right. And, and they were uh, partnered up with Michael Kleppinger. They were selling Chunky Tank Kitties this past weekend. Uh, Dallas Show is also your chance to get yourself the best damn clicky pen in G.I. Joe podcasting. That's right. Leftover clicky pens will be at the Mark II design table. Always got to add to your clicky pen collection. Look, man, I, I have some from five years ago that still still write. So. I have one from 2012 that I think still writes. <laughs> uh, Doug Dello will also be in attendance. It's a great show. Pixel Dan and Ron Rudat will also be in attendance. Uh, furthermore, 0% attendance on top of your 0% attendance uh, if you hug Doug Dello at the Dallas-Fort Worth show. Will Pixel Dan be wrestling Ron Rudat? 
We could hope. I I really look forward to seeing Ron. Ron is just such a cool guy to hang out with. Um, He's so nice, so friendly. Uh, Did not get to see him last weekend. So uh, that's like my main reason for going is just to support Ron and see him again and and, uh, hang out for a minute. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a big draw for me. Uh, Hans Chow detonates the skylight and repels in. (laughs) Hans... Not he, cool, Hans. You gonna you gonna pay for that? He he probably will. He's got that. Uh, he's got that. I forget where he's from exactly. Anyways, he's got international traveling money. So yes, uh, fresh off the plane and out of Joe Fest, it has been. It was been a. It was a stellar weekend. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a hell of a trip, man. Hans Hans is also awesome. Like I'm I'm noticing like half the people in the chat are people that I saw a couple days ago. So that's awesome. Um, Hans is just a cool guy to hang around with. Like you, you know, you you see him online, you see him in a chat here, and you think that's probably a cool guy. In fact, if you meet him in person, he is a cool guy. Just a ton of fun to hang out with. It's a, I'm actually just going for the clicky pen. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there, take that, dicks. <laughs> uh, Jeff Butler says to Doug Dello, "We should hug one another." That may cause a rift uh, in the universe. That may tear at the fabric of existence itself. So, be careful. Or it might not. Let's uh, let's play the odds. Yeah, Yeah, if the forces of the universe tell you no, listen. Otherwise, by all means, have somebody take photos. Just once I want to take that chance. All right. All right. Next up, uh, the New England G.I. Joe show happened in Sunday, June 25th. That is the day after uh, in Tewksbury, Massachusetts. Uh, Tewksbury, Mass, a fan of apparently nobody in our live chat week after week, but there's a good chance to see the honcho at this one. (laughs) They'll be there from 10 to 2. $5 gets you in the door. Kids 12 and under are free. Uh, Early bird gets you in two hours early, excuse me, for $20. Uh, that is at negijoshow.wixsite.com slash my site. <laughs> Not your site, Phil. Not my site, no. Your site. <laughs> but also my site. <laughs> Always a fan of the Tooks. Right. That's... <laughs> Poor Tewksbury Mass. I don't know. <laughs> a hard scrabble fishing town i don't know but you can't use it in the scrabble so no no it's be a proper proper noun yes i would go some somebody like buy me a ticket that'd be a, a great opportunity to go back to new england even though the it's it's uh, the off season i can i can still go to gillette stadium and uh, and walk around that'd be cool I Look, believe- it's a Knights of Columbus Hall. You know they got liquor stashed somewhere. Absolutely. Uh, Dallas to Tewksbury is a nonstop flight, too. So <laughs> Nice. Doesn't stop nice. at all. They just open up the back door and push you out of plane. Roll. You got to roll on the landing. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're lucky, if you're lucky, you get one of those parachutes that when you open it up, it's just like forks and knives and anvils. 
Then, of course, same day, uh, the Ohio Toy and Comic Show returns. Uh, that is going to be at the Hilton Garden Inn in Dayton slash Beaver Creek. Take your pick. Right on the border. $5 gets you in. Uh, kids are free. I believe that show goes 10 so to Take four. a couple home. Right. Yeah. Just Rob, sit, sit a little lower in your chair. Maybe we can pass you off. It's five. <laughs> Just tilt your screen. Yeah. Your screen up again. <laughs> Andrew Galgan, Tewksbury is a hard scrabble fishing town because it's miles away from the ocean. That does make it more difficult. Yeah, that, that makes it a challenge. You need a hell of a cast. Yeah. The boats take forever to just even get out the water. Really tear up the roads, though. Yeah, it's awful. It was from the boat to the wheelbarrow, and then in the wheelbarrow and the baking sun for miles and miles. <laughs> it's good good eating that, that Tewksbury fish. Good eating. Some Tewksbury some sun-ripened oysters. <laughs> They're naturally roasted. Ohio Toy and Comic Show is brought to you by our friends at Roma Collectibles. So if you're anywhere close, uh, please head out, support them and their big business venture here. Uh, we're hoping that uh, 2024 is a, a, a big show for the folks at Roma, or a big, big year for the folks at Roma in regards to shows. Uh, and this one will will go a long way towards helping that out. Are we going to that one? That's the plan. I got to make sure it jives with work. You know, you know that thing. Yeah. Nope. Those buttholes that give me money to do stuff. Capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be so bad if the schedule didn't suck. But uh, moving on. And, of course, it, it's been about a month, so it must be time for another Toy Man. There you go. Next one coming up July 9th from 9 to 2. They do this one seven, eight times a year. God knows. Uh, it's out at the Big Machinist Hall in Bridgeton, uh, Missouri, uh, just west of St. Louis. Uh, can't miss it. Two floors, two big stories, full of dealers and artists and craftspeople and all kinds of stuff. It, it's really, it's a it's a good time. You If you walk... Walk out of Toy Man empty-handed. Uh, you're either broke like I often was, or you're you're just you're not really a fan. But uh, five dollars gets you in the door. Fifteen dollars gets you in an hour early uh, at eight, and that is where all the big deals happen. So, uh, for more details, check out ToyManShow.com, or uh, better is to probably check them out on Facebook, uh, where you get all the, the 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 guest lists for the individual shows and all that good stuff. Uh, so check them out if you're anywhere close. And if you see Dre Draper, you know what to do. Right. He gets the Jeff Butler 0% discount. Big awkward hug. We are not <laughs> responsible if he attacks you. <laughs> uh, it's just a haul for big machinists? Well, yes. during the week, yes. But you'd be surprised how well that that trip, you know, converts over to a, a normal people size toy shop. So, be surprised. Large hallways, big meeting hall. Gets it done. Might be a little difficult using the bathroom, but you know, <laughs> you got to reach for it. Right. It, it's a public restroom in Missouri. There's not a lot of rules. Ugh. 
That went way wrong. <laughs> oh, I speak from personal experience. Anyways, uh, that's it for Community Calendar. Remember, if you've got a show you want plugged, Cobra's crazy weather patterns just swallow up my signals. <laughs> Shipless layout. Shipless layout. That's right. Send us a note to what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Get your show on the community calendar. Uh, I know we got a couple entrants uh, ready to come on next week. I usually, I'll, I'll get them on usually a month in advance. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you send me something for, for a show in October, don't be mad when it doesn't show up right away. Phil. So there's another SoCal Joe show in December. Phil, how are you <laughs> going to get to that SoCal Joe show? <laughs> well, I'd be taking the 91 or the 15. The 15? 15 will be jammed. 15 is always jammed. It's just it's just how it is. I know. That's uh, Andrew Galgan, Mike. This uh, family show here is there. Look. Poop jokes are in, man. I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know if you've watched Nickelodeon the last 20 years, but kids love poop jokes. Poop jokes are in. Fart jokes, way in. Um, so if I was a machinist, I couldn't go inside because I am small. No, um, you could go inside, but they wouldn't let you in the meetings because the big machinist union is its own thing. There's the machinist union. And the big machine. Big machines. You know how they are. All, everything's all tied up in rules. So you know. Oh, my God. It's time for the news. Got to get ready. First news item is a big one. Do, 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 do. That's right. It's Grimace's birthday. Yes. I got some kind of funky deal going. You get a Big Mac and a purple shake. God knows. I'm frightened for my life. Will, you know, I, they, be they, will I be trying a purple shake? You bet your ass I'll be trying a purple shake. They had a so sign a, up for this um, at McDonald's on the way back home, and the kids were like, who's Grimace? Oh, God. That's on you as a father. Yeah, that's. I, I take responsibility for that. I, I, I think we have to blame McDonald's. They yeah. knuckled under the parental group pressure. Ever since Mac Tonight came around, it hasn't been the same. You're just selling fatty foods to kids. Yeah, them and everybody else. <laughs> Say no. Be a parent. <laughs> You're the one taking Purple Shake yeah. looks really good. I, again, Purple Shake, I'm in. I'm in once. Like every... Oh, yeah. Like every year for the Shamrock Shake. I'm, I'm in once for the Shamrock Shake. It's kind of gross. I can't lie to you, but I got to get it once a year. Anyways, first real news item. Hey, we got a comic book! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what are those? Right. I, I They are generally uh, four-color publications that feature... Uh, characters popular in uh, toy and animation form, although not G.I. Joe for some reason the last year. I spot but, five colors in there. But uh, 
Brian O says, who's Grimace? And those kids out of the moving gun. There, there was a, a gasp of disbelief uh, from, from the, the adults in the car when uh, when those words were uttered. Right. right. And that's when I pushed those kids out of the moving car, Your Honor. <laughs> to finish. Yeah. And you know why Grimace is making a comeback? Uh, no idea. Because nothing could kill the Grimace. Well, all right. Uh, Diana notes, we almost made it to press release sans leaks. Well, yeah, I mean, without visual leaks, anyway. This this wasn't as good a kept secret as you think. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> never doubt the what's on Joe Mine Rolodex. Never doubt it. Okay? Anyways, um... So yeah, it's a it's a book that's gonna introduce Transformers and GI Joe characters as backup characters. From what I understand, this Void Rivals thing, and then that's gonna spin off. You know, Transformers getting their own book uh, in October to be a Duke number one at the end of the year, a Cobra Commander number one at the beginning of next year, and then rolls into Skybounds take on the G.I. Joe universe sometime after that. Are those uh, are those Duke and Cobra Commander books one-shots? I, I didn't see anything that said that they were, although that seems... That, that's more the, the impression that I'm getting from what okay. limited I've, amount of information I've seen. Um, but, um... I, I mean, this is fine. I'll give it a shot. I'm, I'm more interested to know when the, the Larry Hama book picks back up because that, that's something that we haven't seen any information for. I think that's something that, that the folks who watch our show are going to be more interested in. Because, uh, honestly, the folks who pick this up, they're, they're not going to know what G.I. Joe was. They're going to know it was a dopey cartoon from the 80s, and that's about it. But, um, anyways. Um, Racktime Rob, what do you think? Yes. What did you say? I, I missed that last. What did you think? What do you think? <laughs> Well, uh, tell you what, I apparently there's something I need to be picking up tomorrow that I wasn't expecting. I, I don't know if it's actually going to be available tomorrow. I know that's the date that's been put on things. There's been some some iffiness there. Um, so, leaky pal didn't tell us when Real American. No, no, they did not. You're leaky, pal. I thought we had an agreement of no more excretion talk. Right. <laughs> I mean, my leaky pal could be a, a applied in several different ways, from you know the the person with comic book info to Phil and his depends, <laughs> any number of ways. So you'll have to be more specific. Uh, but no, I mean obviously we knew that it was happening. Larry told us himself that he was writing more, more. Yeah. But um, as far as when. Uh, if I can find out, I will excrete that information to the public as soon as as soon as I can get it. <sighs> mm. Although that's probably better than secreting it. Yeah, yeah, we don't secrete. Sec secreting comics information from every pore. <laughs> oh. And you wonder why you're not on their comp lists. Yeah, I, I, we never were. That's why we're not on the comp list. Yeah, I think we got a comp package once. 
and it was from Hasbro, and we wound up giving everything away in a contest. So, yeah. Don't take my foot away. Right. <laughs> Anyways, um, Jeff Butler asked, do we think this could lead to an animated series of the Transformers and Joe together? I'll be honest. I, I, I kind of hope not, but if, if it is, then great. Um, my problem is at the very top of this poster, it's, it's right there. It's the Energon universe, which is a name that has very little to do with GI Joe, which does not, you know, it, it, it's, it screams supporting cast. And I, I don't like that for, uh, the folks that we've been following along for 40 years. I think they're, they're a stronger comic property than that. I can't even tell if they're on this poster or not. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's snake eyes up on Jetfire's shoulder. I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't seen a good enough scan of this poster to, to say for sure. I have not been to my local comic shop in uh, a couple of months now, so it's tough to say exactly. But and I haven't seen I haven't seen this poster up. So right, because it's Skybound. Anyways, oh, oh hey, we have some uh, some new breaking news. Diana Davis is looking forward to Duke number one. That is uh, that is straight. That's a new take. If you're in the Southern California area, reserve your copies now before someone beats you to it. Somebody gets them all. <laughs> Hopefully Duke won't be killed off in the first five pages this time. Maybe, maybe. Look, that would be a that would be a bold step there, Cotton. <laughs> look, look, it drove the story last time. Even, even he was dead and he still still impacted the story more than most of the characters in the book, so what can you say? But um, anyways, <clears throat> anyways, uh, so we'll see. I, I hope it turns out to be something we can all enjoy. They promised me he wasn't going to be killed off. Well, that was because you had the big knife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to go into a coma every couple uh, issues, but they won't kill him off. Yeah. He's going to be okay. That's when they start falling behind schedule. It's just the whole episode of just panels of him in a coma. <laughs> the, the whole issue. So uh, It's going to be like John Burns' whiteout issue. Still, any legitimate thoughts on, on this uh, comic book venture from Skybound? Um, yeah, I just hope it, it is going to be very much G.I. Joe and not Transformers with G.I. Joe on, on the side. Right. All right, that that's just what what I'm afraid of at this point. Just just like the whole movie deal. It's it's going to be you know, yeah. <clears throat> I suppose we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. We 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 talked we talked ourselves out on movie last week. Hello Brian, happy Tuesday night to you too, sir. It's um Yeah, I I don't know. I I I, I Look, this this show's going to be long enough without talking about the movie again. <laughs> Just to say what happened, what wound up happening in that in that that end trailer piece was exactly what we said was going to happen. So I, there's no reason to break it up. We don't care. <laughs> Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, we got some images this afternoon because I love Tuesday Tuesday afternoon news. <laughs> That's all that ever comes in. Oh God! So, you know, lately that's the damn truth. Uh, why can't, can't you do stuff on Monday? 
Hell's no. Hasbro leaks. Come on. Anyways, uh, we got some images here. Uh, Tunnel rats leaked out, and, and this is, <clears throat> excuse me, these images are courtesy of, of the artist Shark on YouTube. He's got a minute and a half clip up on it or something. Uh, that's worth your time. Uh, or he's on Instagram at GI Shark. Uh, you can see Tunnel Rat here. He's, he's just he's geared out just like he was back in the day. Plus, he's got a, a night vision headset, which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, he's got his knife. He's got his two easily lost flashlights, pistol, heavy machine gun. Brian Lower, what you think? I mean, it, that definitely is Tunnel Rat, isn't it? It's uh, it is one hundred percent Tunnel Rat. You know, from the moment I saw it, I said to myself. That's Tunnel Rat. Um, I mean, it, it looks good. I mean, Tunnel Rat is one of my favorite vintage figures. And at classified scale, it's hard to do it wrong, honestly. Um, this is, I mean, it just continues kind of the classified trend of very literally translating uh, like the version one or vintage uh, uh, designs or uniforms in the classified scale. This one's an easier one, though. A tunnel rat has lots of cool detail. Um, right. I, I think it's interesting what they're doing with the backpack, doing something a little different with the machine gun than the vintage figure, which I think is probably better. That vintage uh, machine gun is like uh, uh, extra huge, uh, but that that's that's a, that's a tastefully sized machine gun. Um, and, uh, I he's not compensating for anything. <laughs> And I like the night vision goggles. I think I think it looks great. I mean, it's 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 very much tunnel rat. Um, uh, I I know that it's not the right time to go into it, but I do hope at some point in the future we can, in addition to these like um, almost one for one translations of vintage figures into six inch scale, that we can also get some of the kind of reimagined. Uh, characters uniforms that we got like in the first wave of classified i really did like that um and i think that there are some interesting things that you could do with tunnel rat in fact i think there have been interesting things done with tunnel rat in other iterations um and i'd like to see that more but uh as it is it's hard to go wrong with tunnel rat one of my favorites and uh this probably means at some point we will should get a night force tunnel rat. So that'll look even cooler. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it looks great. Night force or tiger force. Phil, what do you think? <laughs> um, I was going to point out, and then the figure six pack did his pants are actually very renegades inspired with the extra pouches and the knee pads on there. So I, it is a little bit of a twist on it, but I'm sure those parts are also probably removable. So it can make it look even more classic -y if you want. It's a real easy way to cover up the knee joints if you put in pads. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like him. I think Brian hit it on the head there. I do wish they were doing a little bit more than just straight upscaling the old version. But Tunnel Rat is a character that lends himself to that well because there's a lot of stuff that was uh, left unsaid on that original one that you can get in a bigger scale, and and so there's it it doesn't feel as much of a rehash like say Dusty did. Um, but uh, but this this looks good. This looks because they took I, out I his bell bottoms. Grunt looks like he's kind of an update, and and yeah. rock and roll certainly was. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. I, yes, know, I, I, I saw that back to the Ram and Breaker did too. So 
uh, and I, uh, I, I really like what they did with rock and roll. I think that what they did with rock and roll is like right down that that's what I'd like to see. It's, it is rock and roll recognizably rock and roll, but with enough updates that it feels fresh. I think that you, they might do that a bit more with like the 82 characters because yeah. of, well, back in 82, they were quite samey. So they'll, they'll refreshing those, I think might be a bit of an easier sell. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, rock and roll is a fantastic example. That's what I would like to see more of. But uh, figure six pack says he's missing the flashlights, but has the NVGs. No, those flashlights are there. Yeah, they're down there. He hasn't lost them yet. They're pre-lost, but they're not this pre-lost. They're they're showing them at the bottom of the backpack. There, yeah, so. yeah, they're they're this outside the backpack. But, anyways, uh, so that yeah. being said, had they done anything different for shipwreck? No. <laughs> uh, that that said, we did have another reveal today uh, for everybody in the live chat that is antsy. Um, yeah, Desert Commando Snake Eyes is a surprise. Well, look at that. He's oh, beige. Yes, he's he's uh, he's beige and and even puce. No, that's not puce. No. But anyways, taupe. Um, he's fine for what he is. I, I you know I've I've gone on record in the past by saying everybody loves cheap repaint. Uh, this tests that theory. <laughs> um. Because if you're deploying Snake Eyes in the desert, he's probably not doing anything till nighttime anyway. Um, in which case, his original uniform is just fine. I mean, but, that covered up, he better have some sort of air conditioning set up in the, in right. the uniform. He's going to pass out. Right. Oh, no, Phil, that's all linen. <laughs> it, it breathes. It just, I thought they were going to have like the ice tubes they put in the bat suits. <laughs> and, and besides that, it's, it's a dry heat. That's right. So it's a blowtorch. You see steam coming out of the mouth vents. So, uh, Rack Time Rob, you're our, our senior Snake Eyes correspondent. What's up here? Uh, it's interesting. Um, like I said, I, hopefully we'll see some bigger pictures. And you know, if I if I decide if I'm going to jump in on this one or not, I, mean, I probably will. I said I wasn't going to do the second Snake Eyes Timber thing, and I eventually did. So you lied. I did. How about you, Phil? I wish they would have used maybe more of the uh, Red Ninja retool and given us more of a uh, Desert Scorpion vibe than uh, Tan Snake Eyes, because, eh. Yeah, I get it. It's fine. It's kind of, eh. It, it's going to look cool if you're trying to bulk out your desert-themed troops, but I'm, I got no real affinity here. How about you, Brian? You know, why did they have to update the uniform? Why can't they give us a snake eyes that looks exactly the same as the snake eyes we know and love? Um, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, it's fine. I don't know that I'll get it, but um, I know there are a lot of snake eyes fans and this is something different. You know, this is, it's different. Um, I, I could see popping that head off and using that body for a, a different desert trooper i do like the desert colors doesn't look very snake eyesy to me but um you know it, it, it's it's <laughs> i'm trying to find something interesting to say about it it's it, it it exists uh well okay it's it will exist in three dimensions uh i'm sure 
Uh, it will occupy space and time on this planet. Um, and that's <laughs> that's all I can really say about it right now. I maybe if I, maybe after I actually see it in person, it will impress me more, and I'll just have to have it. Uh, but uh, but at least for the time being, it's it's um, it, it 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 it's there. It's it's it sure is what that is. So you're saying it won't induce a temporal paradox? Well, Doc um, Brown will be very good to hear. Glad we, to hear that. We hope not. We hope not. It, at least if it does, hopefully it's localized to only our galaxy. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, again, it's it's fine for what it is. If you like Snake Eyes, there's nothing wrong with this one. Um, this this popped up right as we were going to air, and this is from Chaz the Guru, our 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 sometimes watcher and uh instagram wonk but this is right off of his instagram account uh per my source these two will go on pre-order tomorrow at 10 pacific one eastern uh tunnel rat will be a regular release and desert snake eyes will be a fan channel exclusive tunnel rat has a november 1st shelf date snake eyes has an october 1st shelf date it should be a pre-taped hasbro team announcement as well so there you go. There's that. Uh, again, take that with a pinch of salt. Can't confirm it, but it's out there. Uh, can't say we're not doing our job and, and helping, helping with it. Chas the Guru is pretty good on that sort of thing, though. So I'm, I'm inclined to think that there's something to that coming from him. He's a guy that seems to understand, you know, sources and double checking and, you know, facts. Well, that's always good. Uh, time, what time again? Uh, that is 1 Eastern, 10, 10 a.m. Pacific. So figure that out for your your own. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess Doug Dello in Central Time. Noon. Ah. 11 o'clock mountain. Right. Nobody lives in mountain. Nobody cares. What about Alaskan time? <laughs> Good luck. Uh, just dial back from Pacific time and hour. It's 9 a.m. Hawaiian? <laughs> what if you're in Guam? For Port Torpedo Mike, that's 8 a.m. <laughs> but uh, Andrew Galgan does does note that uh, one nice thing to say, uh, it's not another deluxe snake, guys. He would have had to shave timber for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Desert timber. Just, just small. It was a bowl. Comes a little water dish. I mean, <laughs> I I would I would shudder to think of the design team's Google search history to come up with that figure. With the tongue hanging out the side. Just... Yeah. <laughs> I remember Eric Aranya talking about the the uh, researching for the 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 zombie dog for the concept back in the day, and just saying no. It, my my Google search history is. Is nauseating having to research all that stuff to make a <laughs> zombie dog. So, but anyways, okay, yeah, just checking, checking live chat, see if there's anything good. But all right, next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, check it out. It's another Kickstarter. Get out. 
That's right. Power Comics, the long-awaited Super Joe Unlimited number one, has gotten started. It's about halfway home already. Uh, Only started back on the 8th, and that campaign is live. A very makeable $10,000 goal. Uh, So go ahead and check that out. Uh, Get yourself a copy, and then a digital copy, and then maybe some copies for your friends. All very affordable. Join Super Joe in his endless quest to put pants on Gore. Right. Look, man, that... Gore, Gore looks like serious business there, so that is not a that is not a small task. <laughs> At the very least, the Kirby brief. <laughs> that, that Kirby, if he'd put a speedo on anything. Oof. It's fun to see somebody doing something with Super Joe. Super Joe is often forgotten. A kind of like an in between yeah. series. Um, but Super Joe has its fans. It's I, I'm happy to see someone doing something with it. I was supposed to connect with these guys at Joe Fest, and we we didn't. Our our we, we just didn't uh, didn't hook up. So our schedules just didn't mesh. Uh, but I should be talking to these guys pretty soon. Uh, I know that we've uh, done a lot of talking behind the scenes, trying to arrange a time that, uh, that we can get together and discuss their project. But, you know, I'm, I am happy to see somebody doing something with an underappreciated corner of the GI Joe brand. It not, I mean, not, not technically GI Joe, it's super Joe, but it's still a corner of GI Joe. And I, I'm glad somebody's doing something with it. Right. Actually, those uniforms say G.I. Joe when you look inside on the tag. So it's it's very much G.I. Joe. Uh, Jeff Butler <laughs> asks, Super Joe of the 1970s is Joe Namath, right? Yes, he is. Absolutely. Damn straight. And, uh, Vapor lock. <laughs> I, I believe the female lead is, in fact, Ann-Margaret. So Excellent. It's just like that one movie. Um, CC and Company. Yeah. That, that movie's a trip. <laughs> they, they get in a death-defying drag race where people are getting killed and all that all that great shit and it it's for two hundred dollars <laughs> two hundred dollars the whole movie is based around a race where the winner gets two hundred dollars i i my mind was blown i i i, I watch it again and again well think about the chaos as... think about the chaos that ensued in smoky and the bandit over cores that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna say it's look it's worth more than two hundred dollars Cheapest Big Spender says, glad to see Joe is back from her pregnancy and cosplaying as Hooded Cobra Commander 788. Very realistic. It's very medical. Be back too. My nipples are so sore. I needed a break. <laughs> How's that sleep schedule? It, you know, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, I mean, look at me. Jeez. Immediately. Age 20 years. Immediately went to the nipples. Awful, awful. <laughs> I I'd, I'd like to ex- extend my apologies to Joe Colton. I'm sorry. They will never. I promise they will never have me on the show again. <laughs> so you're free next week. Yeah. Right. right. But uh, but yes. Uh, by when we're done here, go head on over to Kickstarter. Type in Super Joe Unlimited. This will come right up for you. Check it out. Or scan that QR code. We're, we're yeah, that'll help too. We're we're talking to we're talking to Austin Huff later this week. We'll have something, another special edition for you very shortly, as far as the details and and his history and all that other good stuff. So, more coming on this front. More coming. Next news item. Do, 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 do. 
while we're talking Kickstarters, uh, this this guy's rolling into its last week. Funding through June 18th. It's my Palatoy story from Bob Brecken. Uh, Bob was the lead designer for Boys Toys at Palatoy in the 70s and 80s. Uh, has all kinds of great information about Action Force, Action Man, Star Wars, uh, any number of other properties that, that, that were being produced by Palatoy for the, the UK market back then. Um, book needs a little help. It's got about uh, a $49,000 goal. Last I saw was this afternoon. It was at about 31 or 32. Uh, so please go give this some eyeballs, spread it around. Uh, this is a, it's images done by, by Brian Hickey. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be pretty to look at as well. Uh, lots of great information and you're supporting two of just the best people we can ask you to support. Um, yeah. Photo Vipers got it right. Uh, Bob Brecken is a living legend. So, and I will say that before I'd even had a chance to meet him and shake his hand, the man had bought me some French fries and that right there, that's a good dude. But uh, but yes, check this out, please. Go pledge, support, be merry. Brian, you in on this one? Uh, not yet, but I was wanting. To, I'm glad it's going through the 18th because I was trying to wait till I got back so that I could uh, see if I could jump on this. Uh, Palatoy, the Palatoy story is important. Um, obviously, GI Joe influenced. Uh, Palatoy's iteration of that, but it also went in the reverse. Palatoy influenced G.I. Joe in the States as well. Um, and this kind of uh, reference material is the kind of thing I really love. Um, I, I get a lot of use out of this kind of thing, and uh, I, I'm thrilled that they're doing this. Uh, but now that I'm actually back home, uh, I can take a look at it before June 18th, because this sounds like a really, really uh, awesome project, and I'm glad... I'm glad this is getting done. I'm glad this is uh, actually going to get out there. And I, I think that the 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 information in it is going to be uh, really valuable. This is the man who invented Kung Fu Grip. Yes. Biff Hockey Dog. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be back in this one too. I just, it's been one of those things that uh, just needed to wait till the paycheck came in before backing. But yeah, um, <laughs> by Friday. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to get a copy of this one, too. Uh, Walter it, McLeod notes that uh, Palatoy brought us the flock. Yep. Yes, it did. Yeah, all the all the, the hair mm -hmm. on those 70s G.I. Joes. That's the, that's a Palatoy innovation. And the eagle eye, too. Wasn't eagle it? eye, too, yeah. yeah. Yes, as it was. Uh, also, some of the greatest commercials in toy television history. <laughs> but they didn't influence us to get a soccer player, so, you know. So just... 12-inch G.I. Joe giving everybody side-eye. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's almost as good as the Dr. F de de Dr. X death commercial. <laughs> but um, uh, Cheapest big spender on an aside. Are we going to see any more vintage three and three-quarter Joes, or has Classified pretty much killed that line off? I don't know if Classified killed that line off. I think the no-plastic packaging killed that line off. Right. And then when they... It, from what I've heard, then one, once they heard that they could do that for retro, it was a little bit too late to get things rolling for this year. So possible we might see stuff for next year. Right, right. I, I Retro, I think, at the moment is on pause. So I, I know it's tough to go this long without hearing anything, but you never know. We've, we've probably got a couple more presentations before June is up. 
uh, we may hear something for the end of the year. If that that's the window we're looking at now. Stuff that's stuff that's getting announced now is end of this year, beginning of next year. So we get through June, we don't hear anything. Maybe then time to be concerned. But let's let's get through June. Oh oh don't oh, hey get too far. And while we're on Kickstarter, hey, Legend of the Hidden Force funded. Hey, hey, got up over the mark uh, with about a day to go. Uh, got itself to about forty-one, forty-two thousand dollars. So good job there. Congratulations to Darren and Chad and Matt and everybody who's involved with Legends of the Hidden Force. Um, they uh, once they get settled in from Joe Fest themselves. I, uh, they will be moving to a backer kit. They will continue to accumulate funds and unlock stretch goals as we go there. So we're very close to getting the first stretch goal unlocked on this one uh, as people continue to buy in to this. So continue to spread the word. Uh, stay tuned to the Legends of the Hidden Force Facebook page uh, and, and get that information in your various social media circles as we go forward. You guys in on this one? Oh, uh, not yet, but I'm really glad to see it funded. Same, same situation. I I've just got back home, uh, but I did see along the way. I saw the news posted that it funded. I'm really really happy for these guys. Uh, I know that's something that they've been working on for a while. Uh, had some uh, difficulties uh, on the first go around, so I've. This I'm, I'm extremely thrilled uh, for their success. Um, but again, like now that I can, now that I'm home and I can get a little sleep, I can uh, make better judgments with my finances and uh, see if I can get in on some stuff that I've had to to wait on. So, uh, but congratulations uh, to Legends of the Hidden Force. Uh, great job, guys. Phil, I'll be getting a few. Yeah. I, um... I admit it's probably not an all-in line for me, but there are some that do appeal that I do want to make part of my collection. All right. I just I want to make sure and get you guys in. You're not here every week. I want to get your opinions on these things. Rack time Rob. I don't care. He's here all the time. Can't get him to shut up. <laughs> yak, 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 yak. Anyways. Work, work, work. Hello, boys. How are you? No. <laughs> Next news item. Doot, 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 doot. Hey, Renegade Con was last Friday, or, or the summer Renegade Con was last Friday. We did see some new GI Joe revealed. We've got the Raise the Flag campaign expansion for the deck building game. Uh, and then we've got the Factions in Action uh, expansion for the role playing game. Ooh. You can see the. the not yet approved cover art there with uh, Falcon and Jinx given what for to a Python stun. It looks like they're riding Tiger Force vehicles. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily get that, but hey, we got a lot of stuff to get in one cover, so I, I, I understand. Got a lot going on. Uh, but the uh, Factions in Action is available $35. The deck expansion is for $45. Those are available for pre-order now at RenegadeGameStudios.com They are projecting an awesome release as the falls are turning and we all go back inside. It's time for role playing. Uh, Doug Dello is so behind. He was at Joe Fest and haven't ordered these yet. 
he's very ashamed, and you should be ashamed, frankly. No, it's it's all right, man. It, it, it's okay. You can't buy everything right when it happens, unless you're just really loaded. In which case, maybe we can, maybe we can. Oh wait, you already do back the. He already is a coffee guy for us. Yeah, so. he's he's yeah. he's one of the elite eight. Right. No, no, nefarious nine. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we're up nine now. We got one more coffee sponsor. I have to rework the tile at the end of the, the show. So that right there, making me do work should be enough to make somebody want to pledge monthly to the program. <laughs> I have to figure out a new way to get Snake Eyes to be saying everybody's name in the in the closing tile. Um, and that right, like Phil is filling out the paperwork right now, probably. Jerk. <laughs> but um, Phil's got to feed his Disneyland addiction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get another churro in me in the next five days. It's gonna be bad, man. There you go. He's got to. He's got to get himself a you know a Rebel Transport popcorn. Hold it. That's a hands chow. Big proponent of the card game. I, I have to say I'm I'm, always, I'm intrigued by the card game, but I I just don't have the space for more stuff at this point. <laughs> As it is, classified starting to kill me. And and good lord, there's a sky striker I haven't even opened yet. There's two sky strikers I haven't even opened yet. Good lord. But uh, yes, yeah, so moving on. Next news item. Uh, revealed last week, Icon Heroes will be having some San Diego Comic-Con exclusive metal pin sets. Nice. These two available for pre-order at IconHeroes.com. Uh, you can see we've got Chaos and the Sea of Lost Souls. I don't know what that title has to do with Satin's Backup Dancers. I believe that was the title of the episode. Okay, sure. And uh, <laughs> still, interesting connection. We can't call them Satin's backup dancers or anything. No, we have to go straight for chaos in the sea of lost souls. It's dramatic. I like it. And then cold slither for sixty bucks. Uh, and where where you've got uh, the the main four dreadnoughts there? I guess that was all that was in cold slither, wasn't it? Yeah. We don't have uh, we don't have Marty and Mister Lanford and and those guys who directed the video. Touching by the lines, there are six songs on that album, and I'm guessing it's all the Cold Slithers theme. <laughs> Just over and over again. Right. <laughs> that and their love ballad, Beth. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Cold Slither, I hope, have better taste than that. Whoa. Anyways, um, I I had I kind of wish that when they did that uh, that vinyl album of, of the soundtrack from the cartoon that Cold Slither snuck on there somewhere but it didn't i guess you got to have something for volume two but uh brian you a pin guy i am a pin guy um and uh you know i i cannot resist snake eyes in drag i i i i, I think i've got to have it you know he has just be glad you don't live in tennessee yeah look, look at him <laughs> he, he has sexier legs than you would expect um that's, that's nice I like it. Um, and Cold Slither, a classic. Um, the only thing better is if the B-side was by Billy and the Boingers. 
Um, I think this is. Um, uh, now I would, yeah, I would, I would be happy to get this. I don't have anything to play it on. Um, so I can't. I don't, tell I don't you. think it's a real record, though. I, I think it's just a display piece for the pins. Oh, I'm out then. <laughs> Man, you're making poor Torch cry. I, I still think Metalhead had the the harder rocking uh, song. I, I Cold Slither classic, no denying it. Cold Slither classic, but uh, Metal Metalhead. Uh, Metalhead outrocks them. That um, it was a banger. I got to give Metalhead his credit. <laughs> so we have a we, we have a new fan in Andrew Galgan. Billy and the Boys. With their epic with their epic hit, you stink, but I love you. Yeah, that's the that's the classic. It was a great song. Remember they put out that they put out that little forty five demo album. Well, yeah, it was an insert in one of the books. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was in one of the books. I have it here somewhere. You make me sick. Way oh, way oh, way oh. Great, great song. That tuba solo and everything. I'm just upset that we didn't get the Christmas album, which had uh, "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus," so I blew him away. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten a little, a little off topic, but I support it. Oh. Anyways, moving forward. Next news item. I got a lot of news items today. We do. Hey, but uh, let's get into our our uh, our Joe Fest review portion of the program here. Grindstone Toys showed off some prototypes this weekend. Uh, you can see them all in the picture here, uh, from left to right, front to back. That is Lancer, Volk, Ghost, Outlaw, Henchman, Spetsnaz, Uptown, and Miasnik. Myasnik is not a guy we've heard from before, but you can find him on the call sign Longbow website. Ooh. Uh, figures are available for pre-order in the call sign Longbow backer kit now. Uh, Longbow.backerkit.com. Brian, you get to see these guys at all? Uh, just a little bit. Um, I was saying on my show that um, since we had the kids, I, we got pulled away frequently. One of the things I got pulled away from was the call sign Longbow. Uh, uh, panel like i was i saw this the beginning of it and then i had to leave and i came in at like the the end of it so i missed uh a lot of it but 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 i did i did get the uh figure stand pack there you go um which is uh you know reminiscent of the uh the uh battlefield uh accessory packs this is really cool so this i can say um, I did get it on. I, I just think this is a fun idea. This is a fun idea. Really cool thing. But yeah, I, my my apologies to the Longbow guys. Um, I, I did make it to their table. Uh, I did make it to a little bit, a little bit of their panel, but I got called away, so I missed most of it. So um, yeah, that's I, I've I've um, I've fallen down on the job. I've neglected my duties as man on the spot reporter. Um, I did the best I could. I, I got to tell you, man, it's um, you're you're forgetting the greatest babysitter of them all, duct tape. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> duct, tape. duct tape. You roll the kid in a blanket. 
you just give a good tape, you tape, stick them to the wall or something. Uh, yeah, make a game out of it. See yeah. if see if it's see if you can escape from it. If you can escape from it, you get dinner, right? <laughs> keep them busy and entertained for a couple hours. I think right. so. I think this that's that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> You've abandoned your boy. <laughs> <laughs> My son, I invaded my boy. I love that Saturday Night Live gets so much. It's so stupid. I cannot stop watching it. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm going to drink your milkshake. Oh, my God. So, again, longbow.backerkit.com. Uh, get yourself a good look at these guys. Uh, check them out. They are set for sometime middle of next year. We're getting closer. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that backer kit's going to be open for a little while longer. I think th- I think into the fall, I'll get an exact date from Troy. Uh, they've been having some issues with their Facebook, so it's been a little iffy getting a hold of them the last couple of weeks. But, um, yes, call sign Longbow. Very excited for Call Sign Longo. Oh, Andrew Gowan, glad glad he could bring a laugh and a smile. We yeah, though. No. We love it when uh, when when live chat brings the A game. Uh, Hans Chow, when in doubt, I'm gonna guess this is with babysitting chloroform. Chloroform. Yeah, there's some questionable legal tactics there, but I'm just telling you, duct tape, nobody can ever you can't get pulled over for duct tape. <laughs> All I'm saying. Yeah, good point. Good point. That's right. As far as yeah, there's nothing illegal about uh, carrying duct tape across state lines. You just look at this. look. Hey, I'm a plumber, man. It ain't Coors. Yeah. <laughs> Eastbound and down. <laughs> Anyways, next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, Operation Recall was doing a lot of the same stuff. Oh. We did not have so many uh, paint masters or, or prototypes there, but we did have sculpting bucks. Did have the Rotello two-ups. You can see them down in the, the bottom corner there, uh, both in his regular and night operations gear. <laughs> as as live chat is now giving us their favorite child child watching methods. <laughs> Benadryl. 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 <laughs> That's over the counter. Wow. You really hope CPS isn't watching this stream. Right. <laughs> yeah, for, for the purpose of, of uh, plausible deniability, I object to all of these things and will never do any of them. And shame on all of you. That said, he's ordering some rolls of duct tape off of Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Hold on. I'm, getting, I'm on Amazon right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back in grandma's day. Schnapps. Ah. Uh. Those were the days. Anyways, uh, you can see there that and uh, uh, Operation Recall's backer kit still open as well, and they'll be open into the fall too. You can check them out at um, I forget what their thing is exactly, but whatever. They've got a backer kit, or you can check them out on Facebook. That'll certainly give you that address. Um, uh, their panel is also posted 
on their YouTube page. Uh, that is at 3D Joe's if you're on YouTube or just type in the search 3D Joe's. Did you steal some of their sculpting bucks? I absolutely did. Well, they said they could everybody could have them. Yeah. Let's let's get you back in the let's get you back in the in the big box, Brian. Hang on. Yeah, so um Carson, first of all, great panel uh from Carson on Operation Recall. Um so the bucks that they're using now are are not these. They decided to redo them in a sturdier material, but rather than throw away the old ones, they gave them away. So I snagged a couple. Uh, so for those who are not familiar with the, the buck uh, on which action figures are sculpted, this is part of what that looks like. So there you go. You got a leg and a back. Absolutely. Uh, the, the people were like, you're supposed to pass around the bags and every, uh, everybody get one. But people were like shopping through that thing. Like they, yeah. I don't know if it made it all the way around, but fortunately I got, I, I got a couple pieces. Did you fight somebody for them? Was it uh, I, I didn't. You know what? I was, I, I, I was uh, conscientious. I, I was considerate of everybody else. I just grabbed my two pieces and passed it on. That's I. So this is what I got. No heads. You know, no arms. No chest. I got a back and a leg. Fight is such a strong word. It's not like a seven-year-old can put up much of a defense. So that, that's yeah. true. <laughs> The fight implies some form of contest. <laughs> the Doug Doug Dello notes uh, he had all the the engineering drawings for the figures there. Amazing what this has become from two years ago when he first announced it. Yeah, very true. And and the fact that it's it's a project by one of the most meticulous documentarians that any of us know. Um, there will be no hidden pieces to Operation Recall down the line. Unless, you know, Carson goes off on a submarine and is, is lost that way. That's the only way we're going to have any lost pieces of Operation Recall uh, 20 years from now. Did that Carson stay out of submarines? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Butler's got uh, Operation Chicken, get a leg and a breast. There you go. There you go, right. Brian. That's what you got there. There you go. A Colonel Snack Pack. <laughs> get that that and some some slaw and some mashed potatoes. Operation KFC. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. it, but seriously, though, it was a really good panel. I, I, uh, I'm a big fan of Carson, and he's doing a really cool thing there. Uh, Mark Pennington was at that panel uh, to talk about his role in the process. Uh, that's as close as I got to Mark Pennington. Uh, one of the sacrifices I had to make for a very busy weekend, I did not make it around to Mark Pennington's uh, table, which I will eternally regret, but at least I got to see him uh, at the panel talking about um, uh, about his part in this project with taking the submissions that the fans have made and updating those designs um, for the action figure production. You can see uh, here in uh, the buck here, the lower, that's the uh, the legs, the one on the top right. Uh, it has kind of like an Android prosthetic leg. That is from the ninja. That's the ninja's name. Uh, and that, that submission was uh, from our friend Jay Latrell's son. Uh, so he 
got the, his action figure chosen and he's pretty excited about it. So yeah, these are going to be really interesting, really fascinating, some uh, non-standard bucks. So you're going to have some figures bigger, some figures smaller. Um, it's really coming together and I'm enjoying seeing the process. So uh, this was one of the Kickstarters that was the easiest for me to choose to back. I was uh, really thrilled to get in on this one. Uh, Andrew Galgan asks, I, I don't know if Mark is going to be mad or sad he missed this stream. I don't think either. He's on vacation in Athens. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's okay. He's all right. But next news item. A Fresh Monkey Fiction was there. Uh, they had a, a load of Eagle Force and uh, in their 118th scale and, and some, some spots for some other lines. Well, uh, all I know is we got to get Bill back on the show to help us make sense of all this stuff. They put out so much stuff. Um, uh, but Fresh Monkey Fiction just just churning it out lately and, and doing some great work. You can see there he's got his uh, his Asps Trooper there, the, the Cobra-looking guys with the jetpacks and the bullet helmets. That's pretty cool. Uh, we've seen some of the Wave 7 that he talked with us about back in the day. Uh, some of those guys are, are out and, and available for you now at Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, there was a Bullet Man exclusive at the show. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool looking, too. It was a good-looking Bullet Man. Um, but, um, yeah, just good stuff going on at at, uh, at Fresh Monkey Fiction. They, they kind of got the Teamwork Award, too. Um, as they're teamed up with Gridiron Studios on their 112th scale Monster Force line which we just got a teaser for back when we talked to Bill. Uh, but here you can see the uh, the Soldier Wolf and Big Fighting Gorilla. La, 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 la. I think those are Yetis. Are they? I don't know. <laughs> Depends on the color. Uh, right? It's, it's tough to tell. But I, I was I was thinking Soldier Gorilla, but maybe Yeti. Maybe a Bigfoot. Maybe a Sasquatch. Maybe. Hey, if, if it's an actual Yeti, that means you can finally recreate that Spidey Super Stories segment. That's right. From the Electric Company. Because that was keeping me up at night. Yeah. Where the Yeti sat on Morgan Freeman's grape soda. <laughs> How disrespectful. But, uh, Brian, you get out to this booth at all? Uh, I did not. Again, my apologies. Um, I, uh, uh, I, I did sincerely try to get to everything. This is not one that I got to. So, again, I am sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, everybody can send their <laughs> their hate mail They're to hoodedcobra.commander788 at gmail.com. Let me know uh, how much, uh, how, how, what a poor job that I'm doing being the man on the spot reporter. Um, but um, uh, no, I did not make this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Talk to Phil. Phil is smarter. Phil was in Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing he my was, own thing, man. He was stuck on the 405. Well, hey, so that means he didn't make it to that table either. No. So <laughs> this is this is true. That therefore, um, I, that I'm I that's not so bad, you know. Uh, I I'm at least on par with the other guests on the show. Good job, Phil. <laughs> oh man, poor Phil. Jerk. I wasn't on the 405, but I was on the 110 where it has those 20-foot on-ramps and off-ramps. 
Uh, cheapest big spender says uh, demoted to Cobra Private seven eight eight. That's that's fair. Oh that's man, fair. I'll and, I'll accept that. Uh, Torpedo Mike that adds adds that Phil was eating a churro. Phil's eating a churro. <laughs> Actually, it was popcorn this time. <laughs> Whatever churro boy. A churro, a popcorn wrapped churro. Uh, then we've got the the some of the bigger news here was the Voliverse vehicle prototype was on display. And pretty cool looking piece. Uh, he also showed off his Wave 4 figures. I have to admit, I am behind on that. I, I can't even talk about them because I've just, I've, uh, have, haven't been paid. I caught Wave 2. I didn't know Wave 3 had happened yet. Uh, but there, his panel is available too on his YouTube page. Uh, but your, your guys' reaction on this vehicle? I mean, well, it's, it's, it's nice to get a vehicle. I mean, this is something that uh, probably will stack nicely. If you, if you got the Haslab his tank, this is going to um, balance your shelf out, uh, shelf out nicely. Um, but I, I, I have to also admit I'm way behind on Valiverse as well. Um, I am, uh, I've been a little bit overwhelmed with all of the classified releases uh, that I, I just have not kept up with what Valiverse has done. However, there is uh, there, there was a buzz, a big buzz about Valiverse and this specific vehicle um, at the at the convention. So there was a lot of talk about it, a lot of excitement about it, uh, and there's and there's been a lot of reporting about it. So I, this is one where I'll have to defer to the experts, and there are lots of experts on this who are following it very closely. Um, but at least from my perspective, I can say there was a, a huge buzz about it and a lot of excitement about it. Phil, what are your impressions here? Uh, well, this is my first time seeing it, so it, it actually looks pretty fun. Uh, looks like it's got a lot of gear you can play around with. So, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be a good home run when it's all debuted in color and in people's hands. Right, right. I, I hope they can pull it off with with some quality. I, I know it's uh, the the cost on this is is supposed to be in the one seventy five to one ninety range. Uh, it's supposed to include a driver. We know the driver will be fine. Those figures are, are good. Um, but um, you know, my my guess is it'll be a repaint of somebody or something or another. But um, yeah, I just I just hope the quality's there. It's always it's always a, an iffy thing the first time around, uh, so so I just I hope that that uh, their factory comes through for them on that. But next up, do, 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 do. we got our our also page because I just ran out of time to put together photos. Uh, we our good friend at, at Whiskey Jack. We just talked to Darren a little bit ago. Uh, he showed off some photos of his one eighteenth O ring Eagle Force. They are partnering with Fresh Monkey Fiction for. Uh, that was during his display. I believe you can find that posted on the Facebook page for Legends of the Hidden Force. Uh, Chicken Fried Toys, also partnering with Fresh Monkey Fiction, which is why they got the, the Buddy Award. <laughs> uh, they'll be doing a 118th Cops and Crooks line. So, I, I know, uh, Phil, were you a fan of them back in the day? That's kind of um, you're, a little, you're a couple I, years I, behind us, so yeah, I didn't have any toys. I did watch them on USA when it was probably called Cyber Cops, but uh, you know, there it was a fun show, but I don't really remember much of it. 
It, it was, uh, I tell you, I did a, a full rewatch on that one, just front to back. And some of the episodes of that show were really, really good. And then some of them were just, just terrible. <laughs> I have never experienced a cartoon that ran the gamut quite like Pop did. Uh, but Brian, what do you what do you think there? Um, I did see uh, news on the Cops and Crooks uh, series, and I'm I wasn't familiar. I didn't follow the the series or get any of the toys back in the day. But you know what? I think this might be an opportunity for me to dabble in it because it looks fun. You know, it just looks fun. So um, this may be this may be an on ramp for me to look more into cops and crooks which is a bit of a blind spot for me i was uh i think i it was just not in my age demographic when it first came out so uh, it's cool to see chicken fried toys doing it i'm gonna i'm gonna take a closer look at it I, I, it looks like it'll be fun yeah i believe sundown is the first offering which is an interesting choice but he's the cowboy one so it makes sense uh from chicken fried that that's where they go first um he was in the, the second second wave of figures. He didn't make it to the TV show till late, I think. Or I don't remember him till late. But anyways, whatever. Um but uh but yeah, no, fun fun show. And uh it getting if if we get those guys in a more palatable format like 118th, because uh, frankly the old ones are getting kind of expensive and they're a little big anyway. Uh but uh, yeah, smaller scale cops. That, that would be pretty cool. Get a chance to do some of the characters that never got made in first time around. Uh, the female characters never never made it to plastic. Uh, so it'd be neat to see them. And Jeff Butler, of course, notes. And, of course, Checkpoint, who's related to some Joe. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, and then, I know someone who'll order like 86 of those. No. <laughs> Maybe one. One. And then, of course, uh, Jody Classified had their panel presentation, 1994 to 95, the end of an era. Uh, that is on the Jody Classified Facebook page. If you want to check out that panel presentation, that is our, our good friends, Chris Murray and uh, and Phil's co-host, Patrick. They're taking other points, baby. <laughs> What's that? What's that, Phil? Articulated points. What is that? It's a thing I do with, with Patrick on, on the YouTubes. Is that some kind of sex dungeon thing? What is that? It's exactly that, yes, actually. Right. <laughs> we well, keep getting that, demonetized. That's just great. <laughs> that's handy. Uh, tune in to the NC-17 rated Cobra Convergence this year with articulated <laughs> points. There's going to be so much blurring. <laughs> So many pixels. So many pixels. Pixelated points. That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's the news. Do -do. No, oh, wait. No, my, my bad. There's this HasLab thing going on. And, uh, you know, of course, it's the Dragonfly, and it's still going on. Uh, still marching along two seventy four ninety nine. Your pledge gets you all this and more. Uh, we are waiting for uh, stretch goal number one to get unlocked. That is Night Force Ripcord. He unlocks at 13,000 units sold. Uh, real close to that one. Uh, pulling it up right now. Up to the minute. 12,785. 
215 to go. 785. So, Phil, what's your what's your problem here? What's your malfunction? Why haven't you pledged yet? Because I'm a procrastinator. Phil. Phil. But at the very worst, everybody's getting a helicopter. Right. And a wild, and a wild bill. bill. And a wild bill. <laughs> and lots of missiles and, and guns so and blast effects and a flight stand. And my guess is, especially if they if they uh if they're showing off video tomorrow, this is gonna unlock either tomorrow or the next day. It's been uh, we're not in the, the flush of the, the new campaign. You know, we're not putting up huge numbers on this 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 HasLab anymore, but it's still piling up a couple hundred every day. So I'm I'm gonna guess this unlocks tomorrow. And, it's got time. It's got like what 35 days to go. Right, you know? still over a month. Um so um stretch goal number two is is still unknown. We don't know who that figure is gonna be. And uh do you guys have any guesses? I know we, we Rob and I have talked about it with Mark ad nauseum. Uh, but you guys have do you have any any thoughts on on who this might be or who you'd like it to be? Airborne. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I, I think at least I hope that the third unlock is the, uh, uh sorry. <laughs> is a cat? That's the third unlock yeah. is a cat? Uh, we'll get it. We'll get them on the screen. The helicopter kitty. Hi. We'll get you um, on the screen here. Th th thank you for interrupting the show. Now go away. Um, uh, the, uh. Uh, uh, third one I hope is a is is a new character based on uh, the non-Joe character on the on the vintage dragonfly whose name I can't recall right off the top of my head. Um, but uh, similar to what they did with uh, with the Sky Striker, I'd like to see a new character that'd be cool. But one of these I sincerely hope is Airborne. Uh, Hans Chow cries out for flight suit Lady J. I would counter that Lady J is already in a flight suit. True. Uh, Torpedo Mike says, really wish Hasbro wouldn't play the fun pub game and just show all the tears. I'm hoping that they drop the veil once Ripcord gets unlocked, like for both of them. I don't need, I don't need this to be an incremental thing. I don't need this to... They, they don't need to fight for my attention in such a way. Like, if I know what's coming, look, I'm, I'm going to be in for one of these anyway. But if I was on the fence, I'd rather know what was coming. Yeah. Like At this point, the, the glow of the new campaign is over. If you're still trying to get somebody on the fence, I think you just need to tell them what they're, what they're pledging towards. I don't think there's any harm if they did it, you know. Yeah. On, on the his tank, they burned through those uh, those uh, stretch goals so quickly. I mean, they couldn't announce them fast enough. Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, this time it's a, it's a little bit of a slower burn. But I mean, there's so much time. I expect we'll probably get all of them. Um, so, you know, I I'd like to know. Um, I'm yeah, sure I that. There's some, you know, uh, there, there's some market research that says this is the way you've got to do it. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I think that a lot of us would be equally excited if if we had the spoiler of knowing what the further stretch goals are. Yeah, I think um, I remember the Sky Striker. They told us up front. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And of course, that one didn't make all of them, but yeah, I think if it had another day, we would have gotten ketchup and mustard. Um, right. We we won't forget you, ketchup and mustard. But uh, never forget. <laughs> um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Wow. Your yeah. host, ladies and gentlemen, Mikey Rosario. <laughs> I've got so many buttons to hit. Oh, God. I'm just, uh. All of a sudden, Careless Whisper's back. Uh, I deleted it. It's just not there for Mark to, to get us banned <laughs> okay. from Russia, which is what happened last time. We we, uh, we didn't so much. I, I know I, I said it was a, uh, a copyright strike. No, it was not a copyright strike. Um, but we were we were not visible in Russia, which I guess is not a big deal because nobody watches us there anyway, and that's fine because they need to stop fighting in the Ukraine. So, um, but that's not my decision to make. That's Google's. Anyhow, um, my guess is we're going to be sitting at about fifteen thousand with a week to go, and that last week, everybody will get their FOMO on and we'll roar past nineteen thousand pretty handily. But. Um, But um, yeah, I, I I don't uh, I'm not a big fan of the surprise at this point. Assuming that we do get uh, all three figures, then that'll be three figures plus Wild Bill. That's a hundred bucks worth of classified figures with this thing. Yeah, um, right. I I still I still feel that pr- crimes must have been uh, committed in order to get the price point they're offering with this. So I, I demand a congressional investigation. No, they'll only screw things up. <laughs> right, Neil Hill thinks that uh, they feel like telling us future unlocks kills momentum. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily see that either. Uh, Craig Hoffman, it's not like people will suddenly come up with disposable income that they already didn't have if a magical surprise figure is revealed. Uh, smiley face. So, yeah, I, I, I don't understand it at this point. I get it at launch, but... You know, once it funded, they probably should have told us. Well, I I do remember at the start of the His Tank campaign, uh, people were saying to me that, oh, my gosh, it's so expensive. I just can't justify, uh, you know, spending that much money on a vehicle and didn't account for the the additional figures that we were going to get with it, uh, not adding in the value of those figures. And then at the end of the campaign, they're like, oh, if only I had known that we were going to get all these figures too. Wow, that's super affordable. Well, I mean, you well, did but, know. But here's so, the, you did know because, yeah, exactly. They crossed that threshold, that fourth threshold, like what, a week into the campaign? So right. they had another four weeks to go. Right. So like as far as the the what you're actually paying for the dragonfly, you know, uh subtract 100 bucks worth of figures that you'll be getting with that. That's uh, that's 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 a pretty sweet deal. I uh you know, I I criticize Hasbro when they deserve it, but in this situation, they're they're offering pretty good deal on a on a significant vehicle and and uh figures to go with it. Uh give me an airborne and I'll I'll be pretty happy. This is a much better deal than like you know the Hell Charger, yeah, for, for yeah. the Rancor, you know. Yeah. Oh man, the Hell Charger! I wanted the Madeline Pryor, but nothing else. <laughs> and that second that second figure is the Cobra Rancor Viper. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. 
with his bag of bones. Bag of bones. <laughs> oh, that Luke Skywalker figure got released, you know. So I think I have it. <laughs> but uh, uh, Raymond Sheffield wants to know who's the unmade figure from the original Dragonfly. I think that's a reference to the name on the cockpit. Yeah. Is, which I'm is not, remember what it is a Master Sergeant Culbert. Thank you. Or Cuthbert, or I'm not I don't Cuthbert. know exactly. But um I'm pretty sure you got there's it right. No, yeah, there's no Joe connected to that real name. And I think much like Wayne Ruthel on the Sky Striker, I think yeah. folks want to see that that name attached to a new character. That'd be something neat. And, and particularly like it'll say if it's a new female character. Be great. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be really cool. That'd be great. But next news I item. think they're gonna slip one in. Anyway. Next news item. Do, 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 do. That's right. It's the Chunky. Yeah, I do a 3D printing cup podcast. Happy to bring us Chunky Tank Kitty and his Meowler Tank. Uh, sold out of Chunky Tank Kitties at Joe Fest. So excellent job, Michael Kleffinger. Way to spread the love, sir. Uh the MoCat. Uh, he sold sold about half of the ones he brought, and then the the Arctic mocat uh, sold about half of what he brought there. The Arctic mocat, and, and the uh, the feedback that he got was that they didn't you, know, you couldn't see his eyes that it, people didn't like the visor. And so uh, to that end, we say to to poor Michael who struggles to paint eyes on cats. Sorry, well, tiny little eyes on tiny little cats. Right, right. We're we're sorry, man. We didn't mean to do this to you. Switch to decals. Those are tiny little decals on tiny little cats. Uh, Hans Chow, who bought the first Chunky Tank Kitty, I am told, um, bought four of them. He has a fleet of feline fury. Hear them roar. That's where they all went. Hans got them all. Hans got them all. Took them all overseas. He's conquering foreign lands. Me invading Myanmar. No, Michael, thank you for bringing this project to life and and doing putting the, the love and care that you put into for it so that... Uh, our deranged fans have a keepsake. We really appreciate that. That's a that's a big deal to us too. Uh, so so thank you for for putting that together and, and doing that. But um, why? That's the end of the news. So let's uh, real quick hear a word from our sponsors at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. GI Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. All right. And uh, Phil is deafened. <laughs> uh, what? But that's what? okay. It's okay because he's a jerk. Oh, what? Fun? what? Who's talking? <laughs> Somebody answer that phone. See, right, right, right there, Michael. That's a that's a new variant for the next cat variant. Perhaps, uh, perhaps he can man the Arctic tank. What's your cat's name, Brian? Uh, Alistair. Please do not make any toys of Alistair. It'll only <laughs> encourage him. Don't. No. He's- He's easy to paint, man. He's all yeah, yeah, but he does not deserve it. That he does not. Alistair should be if, like he, if anybody makes a custom Alistair uh, action figure of any sort, it has to be a villain. That that has to be a bad guy. <laughs> Is his full name Alistair Meowly? Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Close enough. Um, yeah, but no, that, like if there's if there was ever a cat that did not deserve to be immortalized uh, in plastic, it's it's this asshole. Here it comes. Well, hey, you know what? That's extremely valuable. That thing that you're you're poking at right now. Leave it alone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Leave it. Michael Kleppinger, I I believe you have your you have your orders. Stop it. We still have the chunky cat cat to do. <laughs> Like I said, this this guy's kind of like you should do him in like you know like the night landing raft. He's sneaking in for demolitions. Crimson attack tank. Yeah, <laughs> cats and tanks. That'll be the, the lasting the lasting uh, effect of what's on Joe Mind on on the. But yeah, he's look, man. He's he's all black. He's easy. You, I'm yeah. just oh, yeah. And Alistair is happening. And you can put him in an ass because he's an ass hole. <laughs> Nice Alistair. Tank, Kitty. Alistair his tank. There you go. <laughs> the Diana Davis notes, we got a spray bottle. Cookie Monster doesn't care. Cookie Monster lost an eye. You think a water bottle? <laughs> yeah. He's... Come on, man. Yeah, you, uh, you've got nothing to intimidate that dude. I don't care about no water bottle. Cookie Monster's like, I'm thirsty, toots. Thanks. <laughs> but, um, Anyways, uh, we're we're running short, a little short on time. I want to give the gentlemen a chance to to talk about what they found at the big shows. So Rob and I'll take a pass, with a brief exception. <laughs> That's right. It's another jump. I'm on kind of a run lately. Uh, we got this guy. He's number eighty-three. He came with a. He's complete, except he's got a gun from the 2000s. He's got the black version of the submachine gun, and, and I kind of like it that way. He also came from France, which I didn't know was going to happen. But okay, sure. Maybe maybe they were released in France with a black gun. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. But, Shut it down. <laughs> I got a bat. We don't care what you got. <laughs> he's complete, too, except he's got a replacement gun, too, and he's left-handed, so that's weird. But Hey. What's wrong with left-handed? There just aren't too many lefties. It's like real life. About 10% of them are left-handed. 10% of Beach Party 86 left-handed. 8.6. Something like that. 8.4. You just The number was just on screen, Phil. How do we get decimals? Those are the ones that don't have the crotches. The, <laughs> like the squad. <laughs> the squad. That group of troublesome bachelors. Yes, problematic bachelors who call themselves the squad. I have, about, <laughs> I think there's about 16 of them on my desk right now. They're all right here, just off camera. Uh, I need to, I need to be an adult and clean up. But, uh, anyways, Phil, what'd you get in, in in Pasadena last week? This week? Well, before Pasadena on Saturday night, I went to an AMC and saw a movie about some robots. Boo! So, so I got Boo! Boo! Some elaborate means to hold popcorn. Not just popcorn. That's where your soda goes. And your smokestacks are straws. 
All right. Damn it, I am a sucker for those things. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was a that was a nice purchase. Um, but at the show, you know, the GI Joe show, I bought uh, I, I bought a transformer. <laughs> kind of. It's a pretending transformer. You got a pretend. Star Scream. I and, went to a uh, G.I. Joe show and bought a Steppenwolf once. <laughs> He's not complete, but give it about a week and he will be. All right. And then while I was there, I also picked up this guy for five bucks, which I think might be the first Two-Face action figure. Yeah. Yeah, from the from the Toy Biz DC Heroes line. Yeah, but hilarious. Right after the Batman movie. He's got a dime he's spinning. He's got a big coin. And it's just like a molded X on top for the bad side. Come on, guys. I know you're not going to do a, a scale quarter, but at least don't make it a dime with an X. The uh, the, the Batman 66 from McFarlane has a... Uh, cool. The Batman 66 comes with a big coin, too. Yeah. I believe isn't it a dollar coin? It's supposed to be a dollar supposed, coin, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be a, or do- a Gotham dollar. dollar. Which, like, why does Gotham have its own currency? <laughs> I don't know. The rest of the they U- got big pennies. The rest of the U.S. cut them off years ago. And I did get at least one J- Joe thing, so you know. All right. My, minor. His smart thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the that's the con one, isn't it? Yes, it is. So I think this is the last of all the his tanks I need. So because I have all the others. Except, so you, you, know. you paid out the butt, didn't you? Uh, surprisingly not. All right. All right. All right. Excellent. You had a friend so, discount there. <laughs> but Diana Davis notes, you were, he was there when he bought it. All right. How many Spider-Man. How many hugs? <laughs> I, I, I got, actually, <laughs> there, there is zero, zero hugs there. <laughs> so, so no hug discount? Too bad. Too bad. But um, that, that's all for me. 16 beachheads. How many crotches? Well, the squad is here. And so is the one guy who has half an arm. Uh, so he's he's uh, busted up, too. So the five of them don't. But the rest of them do. However many there are, there's I'll, I'll count. Brian, you go ahead and tell us what you got at Joe Fest. Um, I got a retaliator. Look at that. Something that I've been. Uh... I've had my eye on for quite some time. It is complete. It is in really good condition. It does have all the bombs in there. Um, have the the box for it. So nice box. Got a box. Uh, does not have the figure file card, but I am tracking those down as we speak. Um, but yeah, I've been uh, intending to pull the trigger on this thing for quite some time. Found a good deal on it with the box, and uh, here it is, finally in the collection. Nice. A, a hint on what's coming later in the year and the the reviews on your channel. Uh, uh yes. Um, not a very subtle hint. Um, that, that is this is the only vintage thing that I actually bought uh, over the weekend. I really had very little time to even go to the dealer floor. Um, Kelly. Uh, Remus, uh, uh, Sergeant Slaughter's daughter, kind of went around with us, uh, uh, Hans and Zazel and Ken and all of us kind of uh, went around a little bit. And that's when I saw this 
That was really my first time to go shopping. Uh, and then I couldn't even get it. I had to run upstairs because Carson was doing his panel. Unfortunately, it was still there when I got back down. Um, so I had very little shopping time. It was an extremely busy weekend. Very good, very exciting, but extremely busy. But that's that's my one and only vintage item uh, that I actually purchased um, at Joe Fest. But I'm I'm pretty happy with it. It's really nice. Really good. Treat. Hans Chow wants to know: Was that the retaliator from the dudes on the left from the entrance? Uh, no. Okay. Not uh, well, hold on. From the entrance, next row down, and then to the left. So probably not then. Anyways, um, so Hans Chow's angst has been reduced now. No, okay, no. good. Oh, were, were you looking at this, Hans? Was, was it? Were you looking at a retaliator? Was it? Was this something that I did? I did I grab this when you were looking for it? You know what, Hans? I don't feel bad about that. Why? Because you're younger than me. You're better looking than me. You're in better shape than me. You sing better than me. Um, so I feel bad about. I regret nothing. I regret <laughs> nothing. I, I was asking around. Is there anything Hans is looking for? Oh, the retaliator. I'll take that. What can I take from Hans yeah. Chow? Um, but actually, I, mean, I saw Hans, you know, walk away with some sweet Sergeant Slaughter stuff. So I can't feel bad for him. <laughs> Alistair Keffer refers to this as the best rant. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it like that, <laughs> you know, I'm not lying. <laughs> let, let, let's do, uh, let's do our, our damnedest to keep this under two hours, Phil. Give us the 60-second shout-out. All right. It's always about Patrick Stewart watching with us on uh, Articulated Points. I'm um, sure the information's in the description. It's right here on YouTube. Watch it. We go over toys, and a lot of it's G.I. Joe. Sometimes it's not. And we like to go in-depth and just show you everything we can about that topic. <laughs> All right. Any, anything else you shout out to, Phil? No, that's all today. All right, you be that way then. Brian, yeah. shout it out. <laughs> uh, Hooded Cobra Commander, 788 on the YouTubes. Mainly, I want to shout out Cobra Convergence, which is coming up in July. I still have work I need to do on it. I am not ready. I am not ready. This needs to be a really productive week because I've still got to get some things in order for Cobra Convergence, but we've got a lot of folks in this year. I'm really excited about it. Cobra Convergence is, um, it's an event that I've been lucky enough to be a part of since the beginning, but it's not my event. It is the event for everyone who participates in it. Um, it it's all the people who are going to be on the calendar who make the event and all everyone else who, who gets in on it. I, I do invite everyone in the community to do something for it. Um, and to, and and I will share it so we can all get in on it. So thank you to everyone that's in. That's coming up very soon. I am extremely stressed out about it. Um, my hair was was black uh, when it started. Uh, so <laughs> the stress of getting ready for Cobra Convergence is how I was able to do my Tiger Force Outback uh, cosplay. I just stressed myself out until my hair turned this color. Um, but that's my shout out Cobra Convergence 7 coming up in July, and we will, I will be ready. Uh, Lilith 1978 says, You better watch your door. Hans has a habit of kicking those in. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll bet. Um, 
Well, hey, you know, well, he's got a long ways to to go to get here. So I think, you know, if he starts now, uh, I can be in Cleveland uh, before he gets here. Just uh, watch the skylights. Racktime Rob, shout it out. Shout out to studio audience for number one. Thanks for tuning in every week. And number two, quick shout out to Joe Schlepsky, uh, who on an upcoming uh, episode of his Joe on Joe podcast will be talking to some schlub about issues 10 through 19 of the comic. I won't say who. <laughs> A mystery. Right. Racktime Rob must he rates around here. We you know, like like I said to uh to Chad when we were on his one year anniversary special, Brian. You know, congratulations on getting the fourth most popular host of What's on Joe Mind. <laughs> but uh, shout out, of course, I'll, I'll reiterate Rob's uh, love for the studio audience. Uh, thank you if you are listening to us on recording. It still counts the same. If you get to this on uh, audio, uh, thank you as well. Uh, we appreciate all of you. If you're catching us on YouTube, please like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, find the links to these two gentlemen in, in the screen as well. Uh, like their videos, subscribe to their channels if you aren't already. Uh, if you're catching us on Facebook, go ahead and leave us some kind of reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We do love little huggy guy. And, of course, spread us around in all of your social media circles, so your Facebook groups and your Reddit pages and all that other stuff. Uh, it's good to get around. We're having we're having some growth lately. It's kind of weird. I don't know what we're doing different. But, hey, it's, keep, it's all on you guys. That, that's That's all you. We're having a doctor look at it. Right. I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing anything different. So it, it this is all about what you guys are doing for us and, and we appreciate the hell out of it. Thank you so much. Uh Diana Davis says, shout out to Cullen who's sick today. Well, oh, feel that out. Cut that out, Cullen. It was probably Phil who got him sick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Too uh, much popcorn. <laughs> smash the like button. There absolutely. So get um, eating a trailer truck full of popcorn. Shout out to our good friends at Kokomo Toys who continue to be a wonderful par partner and sponsor of the show. Uh, shout out to, to Phil and Patrick at Articulated Points. Shout out to Brian at Hood of Cobra Commander 788. Shout out to the hot show living the high life with his family in Greece. Shout out to Joe Colton and the wrist lock and little mango habanero. Uh, and of course, shout out to Racktime Rob. I think that's everybody. I think that's what we got this week. Eh? Yeah. Sure. Eh? Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Anyways. That, uh, that about wraps it up for this week's What's on Joe Mind. Uh, be sure to join us again next week, uh, next Tuesday at 9.05 p.m. here on the Superstation. Uh, we'll be back with another round of uh, honcho-free programming. Uh, so we're, we're waiting to see who our guest hosts are going to be on that one. <laughs> Guys, we may be calling you. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Put a call in for the boy. Uh, mm. Uh, anyways, um, uh, for my co-hosts, Brian and Phil and Rob, uh, and for Mark and, and Joe, I'm Mike Irizarry. Thanks for joining us here. As our friend Vagon likes to say, uh, stay safe. And if you can't, be careful. Have a great rest of the week. Uh, stay tuned for tomorrow's Hasbro Pulse announcement. Maybe. Uh, maybe we'll know some more stuff we're going to talk about next week. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Bye. Yo, Joe. Is nobody going to do the button thing? Okay, nobody's doing the button. <laughs> no button.